Folks, there's no, this church here, we're going to be stretched, guys. We're going to be stretched because there are promises in God. Huh! There are promises in God huh! to shift and move this hurt in a mighty way. And we're not seeing them outside. We're not seeing the works that Jesus Christ did that he promised that we would do. Huh! Because we have too many people playing, playing church. We have too many pastors and brothers and sisters that want to take a mic and release a word. Huh! And there's no power component to it. And the church is sick of that. And if God called me nice and fresh out of the, um, the professional world, hey, I'm not from that lineage. Hello? So I'm not, I don't have religion inside of me. Huh! This, is, this is not Catholicism, guys. I meet a lot of Catholics outside. Huh! They bore me to death. Hey! I had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Hey! And from that day that I had that encounter with him, I fire. Hey! Not one day has ever passed since that time. Since even though I grew up in a Christian home. Hey! But when I will, every one of you guys. Hello? And when I preach, you know, even when we go on vacation, we're, we just went to uh, Collinwood for a couple of days, guys. Go. What's wrong with my mic? Somebody get me some batteries. Huh. I need a good mic tonight. This back and forth won't work. Guys, everywhere we go, the Holy Spirit moves. In the restaurants, on the streets, everywhere we go. And guess what? It's for all of us. All of us. People want to join the church that live in Toronto. All because of a five-minute conversation. And I can recommend them to other churches. You know what they will say? I want to come to your church. Huh! I want to, why? The words that I speak, their spirit and their life. For the authentic ones. The authentic ones. The ones that really want to pay the price and have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not just the, the thing where we memorize a few scriptures and that's it. No. The price to be paid to be authentic. I need a good mic tonight. And that's what we're talking about here, guys. For the ones that comes on Sunday, and they come back on Wednesday, Wednesdays, and the prayer meetings, and they're communing with God at home constantly. That's the price. The price to walk in power. You know, this Christian walk is the most adventurous thing on the planet, period, barring nothing else. And it's not even comparable to anything else that you will do on this planet. It's not even comparable. Even if you sat in Elon, even if they offered me the position that Elon Musk has now, owning the richest company on the planet, it would take me half a second. Huh! And the reason why it would take me that long is because it takes time for words to come out of my mouth. Huh! Yeah, absolutely. Huh! Nothing else on the planet is ad as adventurous as having a relationship with the one that formed you and made you. That know why you are on the earth. The world, they don't know why they are here. The masses of the people globally, they have no concept why they are on the earth. Do you know that? Over 5 billion people on the earth right now, closer to 6 billion people, they have no concept that they are created beings by a God who is waiting for them to have a relationship with him. He's in love with all of us, every single one of us. And how is it that they're going to come? How will they know 
unless a preacher is sent. And how will they, unless we are authentic, unless we are real with God, when we go, they will call us fake. They will not believe our report because we are not communing with Jesus. So we don't want to build another church where people come and they just hear words but never see the poor. Pastor only. But the people in the pews, we're calling them into high relationship and fellowship with Jesus Christ. That the minute, guys, the minute that a stranger come from out there and come in these pews. Thank you. Thank you so much. The minute that a stranger come from out there and sit in these pews here, they must know that there is, apart from us, there's another individual here. And he's not like us. God, they must encounter him. Like that young man did that was over there when I was preaching one time. And he said something began to burn. And I said, the presence of God is going to start burning people. And he came here the next day. He said he burned all night. Something was burning him on the inside. If it was just my, my words, he wouldn't do it. it. They need a supernatural thing to happen. Something has to shift in their life. And they go, oh my God, this is real. So we have been going through the process. And guess what? Some people can't handle it, the, the, the price that it takes. Jesus said to take up your cross and follow me. Right? And some of us don't want to take up the cross. We don't want to participate in the sufferings of Christ. And that's why, guys, the pews are still like this. Not filled as yet. And some folks that you see this week, sometimes you don't see them again. They're basically saying, I don't want to pay the price. And they did the same thing to Jesus. After they saw, imagine, they saw God come out of the heaven, hello, and raise the dead and heal leprosy, blindness, deafness, withered hands, legs, all manner of miracles. And then he began to teach them from his kingdom. And they all, except for the 11 or 12 at that time, they all walked away from him. And we're still doing that. We still have people walking away from the Lord Jesus Christ. After they have seen the miracles that he's able to do. And the eternal life. But in this church here, what the Lord is doing, we are, you know, I hope you know, right here, and some, some that come on Sunday, He's breeding a group of ministers now. He's looking for servants for the altar and for the revival that we are going to have down here. And the people who are genuinely being prepared are going to be used. And those that are not paying the price and just come physically, you're going to come as spectator and watch the game. How tough that would be that you were here and to, to be a part of this adventure and this work and for the power of God to flow through you. And you never paid the price. You never got involved. And then later on, you're in the stadium, far up in the bleachers. Many people that were in the bleachers, watching the touchdown, watching the dunk, they were given an invitation to participate in the game, and they didn't have any diligence. No work ethic. And then later on, they sit down, 
and chuck down beer and eat pizza. And watch the action on the field. We don't want to do that here, guys. So commit yourself to the Lord. A couple of scriptures. And then we're going to pray. Galatians 2 and verses 20. Huh! People don't even know what it means to be born again. Like when he said, are you born again? Are you born of the Spirit? People don't even know at times. This is the word of God. We believe that if God is going to communicate, if you want to speak something to someone, you must either meet them, pick up a phone, write a letter, mainly in the olden days. You must communicate if you want to correspond something to someone. You must pen it or have some way for them to know. Or else you can't motivate them. You can't get them to understand what you're saying. So we believe that this is the word of God. These are the thoughts of God. If God wanted to communicate something to man, and Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world, there must be a way to do it. And this is it, the Bible. The 66 books here are 66 love letters written by God himself, inspired by man, but written by God. And that's why when we, wonder, when we want to understand the things of God, we go to the word of God. That, that someone might not come in here and sit and listen to the, my opinion or someone else's opinion. We go to the word of God. And Jesus said, when I go, I will pray the Father and you. I do not leave you comfortless. When I go, I will pray the Father and he will send you the Holy Spirit. And everyone that received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. The Spirit of God come to reside inside of them. They're activated spiritually. That means you can understand spiritual things now. Amen? Just so we know that we're not in a meeting, especially if you're for the first time. Like we see a young lady there. It's the Word of God. No agenda here except to preach the message of the cross of Jesus Christ. So as we gather each and every time, I'm considerate that we have new people come and they're hearing and that's why sometimes we go back over even the what we would call the foundational things even while we preach a truth or a revelation that God has given us to preach in the minute we still understand that the Holy Spirit is saying that someone is here that has not received salvation as yet their name's not written in the book of life so I'm not gonna get all caught up and forget that we're supposed to save the lost and just preach revelation or just manage the church here a big part of what we do the biggest part is to save the lost. Amen? I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Amen? This is what it says. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me, and gave himself for me. Talking about the spirit life of God. That is now inside of us who are born again. Meaning the old life has been set aside. As we depict when we baptize someone. Baptizing them into, into Christ. And that exchange 
is a process of purification and sanctification that we call it. That we all go through and the flesh resists. Right? The flesh resists. The soul resists. Because there are so many things that we have out there that we know. That we are familiar with in our previous life before coming to the Lord. That we love to do. And now we are being, the word of God is guiding us that we have to let go of those things. And our soul is like, even our friends. Sometimes family members, we have to kind of like ease back. Because they are going to steal us out of the faith. Friends that we used to go out and do things with. And now we're being called to a life of discipline. A life sometimes of loneliness. In this new place, you have to make new friends. All of your old friends are gone. We see what we talk about, take up the cross. The Christian life is not a convenient life. It's an adventure. Because you have God with you now as your number one company. So that there means you will never be lonely. If you interpret things the proper way. Now, when you have a church, it's easy to come and just do the Sunday, Wednesday, Friday prayer. And ignore these deeper truths. And then pray that God would move in a mighty way. Do the same thing, things that you did, O oh Lord. In the heat of the day when you were walking in Jerusalem. Huh! And you were just miracle after miracle after miracle. And we were saying, do the same thing, God. And he's going, no. Huh! Because light and darkness cannot coexist. Because we have one foot in him and one foot in the world. And Jesus never had one foot in the world. He let go at no point. He's our example. And he taught the apostles also. And showed an example through them about true separation. True sancti sanctification and purification. Holiness unto the Lord. And this generation of Christians don't want to pay the price. We look cool, huh, like the world, so to speak. And we can't walk in the power of God. Because God is like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not ready for you. Can't give you my, my power. So we are articulating the truth here. That a man, that a woman, that a child might know. Huh, that if you never do this, God will never anoint you. will never walk in the power. He will not use no fake. Especially after the generals and their mistakes. Thank God for their ministries and their mistakes. And we're able to read about their mistakes. That we might not replicate their, their mistakes. It will not work. You have to die to self. And we're back here today, guys. And that's where the Holy Spirit sent me today. Die to self. Give up the whole life. Give up sin. Give up being entertained by movies. Technology demons. Some folks never heard that term. You know what a technology demon is? Anything that you see on that screen, called the TV, or the computer, or your phone, that is inconsistent with this word, a spirit is behind it. And if you continue to watch that thing, listen to that. You don't have to be in witchcraft. You summon a spirit and he come. I understand that this here is a gate. And this is a gate. And that spirit have legal right to take you over. And guess who are, guys, guess who are the, the, the demons are riding on their backs? Christians, Christians are horses for demons. Huh! Just so you know, it's a fact. Christians in general are horses for demons. 
God is opening up the spirit realm, has opened up the spirit realm to many, many of his prophets and showing what is really actually happening there. When we come up, listen, some of the revelations that God has downloaded and given to his body, he, he had to hold back. Why? We're not ready for truth. Many things that he wants to release to his body, we're not prepared for it. Because people are only prepared to um, pay the price. In a church where you have 100 people, and you release a certain revelation, I'm telling you, if it's one of the serious ones, you can lose half of your congregation right there. Why? They love the world. They love the theater. They love the movies. They love a little bit of Hollywood. And that level of consecration is like, what do I do with my life now? I'm not paying that price. That's why we have so many denominations within the Christian faith. Ho! We have so many denominations. I hope you know I didn't practice to speak this. I'm speaking out of my spirit. Ho! I didn't take, I was so tired and all of that from all of the jet lag. Ho! I just sleeping all day. Ho! And I feel the spirit of God writing on my brain. I feel, I feel the Holy Spirit giving me what I'm speaking now. Ho! Sometime before 5 o'clock, I went in my room and I go, Lord, you have me doing prayer meetings and you didn't tell me what to speak about. Ho! No kidding. I'm not hearing nothing. I just grab a few scriptures, guys. It's already inside of you. It's live. This is the most beautiful thing in Christianity. It's not the... It's great when you read a book and God gives you insights. But I'm telling you something. The most amazing thing huh, you can have is when the Spirit of God is ministering to you directly. Thank God for the books and thank God for the other sermons. But when the Holy Spirit is ministering to you, do you want a meal from last year or you want a no meal? Manna for today. Hot from the press of heaven. Hey! That's how you will get them. When you pay the price and step into your ministry, huh, you're not just going to be reading and listening, guys. And it, it will be annoying. Because you have the same Holy Spirit that move on Moses. Huh, that move on Abraham. Huh, that move on David. Hey, the same Holy Ghost that touched the early apostles. When you pay the price. Huh, speaking life through you. Amen. Couple more scriptures and then we'll pray. Luke 9. I tell you, when you're ready to do business with God, God is ready to do business with you. Hey! Jesus Christ visited me. Apart from the time when he, um, the, when he spoke to me audible in Vaughan, I had a visitation. I call it a visitation from the Lord. Hey! And I felt this, I felt, I looked over my wife. It's three o'clock in the morning. Hey! And I feel this powerful presence. When you meet God, my God, the understanding that you have without him speaking, he, he didn't say a word, guys. Ha la la la. He didn't say a word this time. Ha! And I was in, sh I was shaking in, uh, in bed. And I feel this power. Up and down my feet. And I go, I'm in deep, deep trouble now. Ha! And I'm not getting, it's God. And I'm not getting up to go pray. Ha! God told me. When I woke up in the morning and I got off of the bed, a radio was playing in my head. Ha! He told me everything to change in my life. Hey! He told me everything to change in my life in that one encounter. And I told my wife, don't book no more vacation. Because we were thinking about vacation. I said, don't book any vacation. Because huh! God told me a few things to check. Huh! 
pray adventure, I go up in a plane and I crash and I go to hell. Don't book no vacation. <laughs> Let me correct and fix everything in my life. Hey! That's how I do business with God. I don't know how people wrestle. No. No wrestling, no fighting. It's God. And the reason why, because, guys, if you have the same type of response to God, when you have the same response to God, that he's going to tell you something, you know in advance that what he tells you, you're going to do it, your relationship with him will be fluid. Fluid. It's only when there is resistance and disobedience and all of those type of things that we complicate the relationship and send different signals to heaven that I'm not willing to do what you're asking me. And that's, when we, that's why our relationship and communication with God is not fluid and there is confusion, lack of faith. But I'm not like that, by God's grace. I, think, I, I was thinking, my God, if it was a man, I, prob- I didn't even deal with human beings like that. Oh, I'm going to deal with God like that when I try to be truthful to human beings and keep my word. And now God is communicating to me. And I'm going to play games. He who is able to do all things. So when you make your relationship with God, and then I go, he's not going to ask me to do anything that I cannot do. I don't care how hard it is, whatever Jesus Christ is asking you to do, it's like he's telling you to go buy a million dollar home. Go buy the house. Why? You're rich. You can buy. He's never going to tell you to do anything that you cannot do. Any one of us. He's giving you whatever it takes to afford it. If it's a miracle, if he tell you go to the morgue, and when you go to the morgue, there's a man that is on a gurney. They haven't put him in the fridge as yet. Hey! Walk by him. Blow on him. Huh. Don't question the Lord. If you want that man to live. Huh. Just go and do the thing. Simplicity of the gospel, guys. Take up your cross and follow me. Luke 9, 23. Hey! Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Daily. So this cross, daily take up your cross and follow Jesus Christ. Whatever it is. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Meaning, let me me break that down. The people in Hollywood, the people in the world that are only about money. Their, Their desire is not to save their life. Their desire... Basically, it's to go under the earth. But if you lose your life to Christ, hey, you can gain heaven. You can go up there. Deny yourself. Deny your ambition. Huh. Yes, God can still send you to school. Yes, God can still have you um, build a business. Or do something on the earth. But it will be an inspiration to do it. It will not be a, an ambition. It will not be because of personal gain. It will be... In service to him. He uses us in every sector of society. Huh, you have kingdom financiers. Those people on the earth that God really want them to be wealthy. Because they have his heart. And they're going to take the finances and do his work. Politicians. You can have a godly politician. A godly teacher. Huh. So we're not saying that God is not going to use you in these facets. We're just saying don't desire it. Because you want to be famous. Don't desire it because you want to be rich. Because you want to be seen. Because you want to leave a legacy on the earth. 
It's a godly legacy that counts. You see, the uh, professional athletes are trying to leave a legacy. They're all, all going to be forgotten, forgotten. The Hall of Fame is going to be destroyed, melted. Huh! Where will the NBA, NFL, and NHL trophy be? And the stars that they have in Hollywood, who's going to remember them in heaven? Nobody. Nobody. So if you want to last, if you want to do something, do it with Christ and hand it down the generations, even to your kids. That's what we have here. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is, and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoso, whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory. Oh, God Almighty, I thought about this long and hard. My Father in heaven, Jesus Christ returns. He cracked the sky and come back. And I denied him. It won't, the, the embarrassment, the shame. Hey! It's not akin to stripping your clothes off and walking outside. It's not that type of embarrassment, guys. It's bad to deny Jesus Christ. Huh! And he returned and said, Depart from me. I know you not. Oh, my God. That's what I tell people when, they go, when I go outside and speak to them. That's the worst thing that you can ever hear. Depart from me. I know you're not. From the Lord himself. Luke 14, 27. Some of you guys are in God's plans. You're supposed to be preaching the word. Hey! You're supposed to be occupying the place of the minister. Hey! You better be on your road being prepared for that. Don't fake it, guys. The oil, it has a smell. I, I know when people are in the closet praying. Hey! I know when people are in the word, and I know when people are faking the whole thing. Huh! The oil has a scent. Huh! You can smell God on them. Huh! The spirit of God has a perfume, man. He has a way on people. Huh, you can tell when they are home, laboring in frustration, but they're laboring anyway. Huh. Doing business with God. Saying, change me, Lord. Huh. Separate me from the masses of your people that you have on the earth that are not doing nothing. Huh. Separate me, O oh God. Where is the spirit of Elijah? Huh. Where is the spirit of Elijah? Huh. Me, we are inviting people to go into the closet at home. Hey, do you have a space at home where you pray? Huh. It was in my closet when after I encountered Jesus. In my closet. Huh. I would walk by the kitchen when I go home. Huh. And leave the food there. Huh. And go in that place and moan and groan. Hey. Do something, oh Lord. Hey. Don't, don't talk too much, guys. Don't be like me. Do business in your prayer closet with God. Huh! Fast. Pray and be consistent. Don't let this body defeat you. Don't let it say, I am tired. Hey! There's energy in God for your motivation. Huh! There's energy. Hey! When you tap in your spirit. Huh! Found, and you find that reservoir. Huh! That can never run dry. Hey! If you stay enough, enough time in that place. When you come out on fire, 
The world will know that you went somewhere and touched the masters. Him. Ha! That you touched Jesus. The world will know. The invitation. Ha! In this church here. Is for people to do that. Ha! Don't camp out when you get deliverance and healing. No. No, no, no. Go further. Go deeper with the Lord. Where were we? Luke 14, 27. And, and whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. There is a prerequisite to being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Huh! And they don't preach this in the North American churches. Hey! If you don't take up your cross and follow him, he will reject you. You can sit in church and tell people that you're a Christian. Huh! But the word of God will alienate you. Huh! As a non-disciple. You know, if you get fired at a workplace, they know really well, you know. Huh! If you don't leave, they will usher you out. And everybody will know that you don't work there. But sometimes we act like we're spiritual blind. We can still sit in the pew. And wear a nice suit. Huh! But we know we have no function with God. No relationship with him. We're not taking no cross. And we fake the thing. Huh, too many fakers are in the body of Christ. That's why when we sting the word here, huh, some people exit. Huh. But there is grace from God to walk the walk. So why should we lessen it? Never, never. So when you come on um, Sundays, guys, and you come on Wednesdays, and any other prayer meeting, hey, be legitimate. Huh, no, no hypocrisy. Is there a man or a woman that the Lord Jesus Christ would deny? Not even one. Huh? Not even Jordana. Hey! None of us will be denied when we pay the price. Pay the price for the next six months. Pay the price for the next one year, two years. Huh? And walk in the anointing if you're a woman. Huh? That Catherine Coleman had. Walk in that anointing. Huh? The same miracles that Jesus Christ did. They would lay the sick. Hey! And the woman would walk by. And they would get up. Ha! Ha! The city of London is waiting for the bride of Christ to arise. The true believers. Waiting for us, guys, to mature. To be unified. Ha! And we're going to take back, guys, by the grace and power of the Holy Ghost. Everything that the devil has stole. The devil can't run the city down here. If I live in a city and the devil is running the show, my God, what kind of man I got am I? The, the devil can't run the show and Jesus Christ said, come down. Hey. And plant roots down here. Something I have to give. The devil can't run the show down here. Ha! And we are the guys. We are chasing them out of town. Ha! We're chasing the devil. We're chasing those spirits out of this city. Ha! Sending them back to hell. In droves. Look at the streets. Tell me you don't need... Look, look on the streets. And see the people on the streets. Lined. Spirits are afflicting them. And the only thing the government can do is give them a bowl of soup in winter. In winter. Give them a bowl of soup and a change of clothes. And send them back outside here. The government does not have the solution to this. They don't. 
They make all kind of boasts, empty boasts. Huh! They read all kind of headlines. But walk the street and you see a reality. Huh! You see a reality when you walk the street. You see the men being punished, women being punished, young girls. You guys saw me on the video praying for that young girl. I don't think she's more than 19. Huh! When I was praying for her. Down there. And I'm done. She was drunk. <clears throat> oh, she was not even conscious. <gasps> High on drugs. High. Droves of them down there. You think I'm going to walk around there and knowing that God can do something about that and don't do nothing? I know the government can't do nothing. Send this tape to um, Justin Trudeau. Oh, he can't do much. Oh, useless. Plus he doesn't have faith in Christ. So who else is inspiring him to do? With the policies that Justin Trudeau and his government put in place. Huh! It's very apparent. His mind is infiltrated by Lucifer, Satan. The one that fought against God and God flushed him out of heaven. He sit on Justin Trudeau's head. Like this. And all the devil needs is a leader. In government. That he can influence to speak and to do. And to legislate. Hey! Before he take millions of people into bondage. So if they don't get us. If the bride of Christ. Don't rise up. And do something about that. It's doom. All of those young people that you see. They took the Bible out of school. And all of what they're doing now. And now we preachers have to be careful. At least the police come and handcuff us. Because they say we preach this and we preach that. And we preach hate. And they're blind. Spiritually. To their errors and their mistakes. And they're sending millions of young children to the bowels of hell. Ha! Based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way, the truth. Hey! He has an understanding of really what's happening. And we have an understanding. Because the natural man cannot perceive the things of God. For they are foolishness to him. Neither can you know them. So as you pray, hey, the motivation is to pray, guys. Hey! For the authentic, for the real. The motivation is for a man, is for a woman. Hey! To go in prayer and say, here I am, Lord. Ha! Because God gave the earth to man. God abide by his own principles. Hey! Meaning, he gave the earth to man. Out of his sovereignty and the fact that he, the earth is the Lord's. There are certain things that he do. He, he does. But he gave the earth to man. Hey! Meaning, when he's going to move, he abides by his own principles. He has to find a man to do. Hey! So God is searching the earth now, looking for the willingness. Huh! At certain levels, high levels, in his bride. Huh! He's looking for young people that will rise huh! to that level. Surrender their life and start paying the price. And that's how you see change on the earth. When the devil need to, want to do something on the earth, the devil need a man. Spirits, they, they, they reside in the realm of the spirit. It's illegal for them to come on the earth. They need a body. To have expression, they need a body. We're the ones that are giving them expression. And in the church, <clears throat> if every Christian in the church hey, would really do his homework, we would be a dangerous people. Huh! A dangerous people. Huh! 
We only need a handful, you know. I hope you know that. We only need a handful. We are so powerful that in Scripture, one man, Jesus Christ, drove legions out of one man. And they did the math. You know how much is, a, is legion? Over 10,000 demons are in one man. That Jesus cast those spirits out and they went into the hogs and the hogs went and drowned themselves. Over 10,000 spirits. What value is in man that 10,000 spirits would want to reside in one individual? We don't know who our value. Ha! Maybe that's your, maybe that's your prayer tonight. That God will really reveal this. Ha! Demons have assignments for all of us. Assignments. Their one destination is the lake of fire. And the only thing that they can do is try to slow down the time. That's why when Jesus went into that territory, you know what the Spirit said to him? Did you come here to torment us? Don't you know it is not yet our, our time? Meaning, the words that God spoke over them, that they are going to be burned eternally in that fire, they know it's true. They encounter the power of God and they fear. <laughs> Even the devil believe and shake, tremble. It's the bride of Christ don't know this. Thing. It's the bride of Christ that got married to Jesus Christ and don't have the revelation of who he is <laughs> and who we are in him. Hey, This message is that we might find a few <laughs> like he did in the book of Acts. Hey, That the Lord Jesus Christ himself <laughs> want him to storm London <laughs> with his power. Storm the city here in London. Hey, and express himself ha, to the saving of souls and healing of bodies. Hey, and I want to hear this. Ha, hey, I want to hear the demons when they cry and leave. Hey, I want to hear the packing ha, and the shifting and the moving. Hey, as they leave our city. Hey, and by the grace of God, hey, we're taking this thing on the road. Hey, into other cities. Hey, everywhere the soles of your feet touch. Hey, hey God's going to move there to revival all across Canada. Hey, all across Canada. Hey, do not despise small beginnings. Hey, say it the Lord. Do not despise small beginnings. Hey. It started with one. His name is Jesus. Check us back huh, next year this time. And we'll make a believer out of you. Since you have to see to believe. Huh, since you are Thomas. The scripture is written for our examples. Huh, unless I see the holes that was in his side and the, in his hand. Huh, I will not believe. No. That, that's not. Faith. No. For what you don't see. And then we burnt that revival. They were, we don't want to be on books, guys. But if they wrote about spent workers, we're thank Catherine Coleman. Hey! They are, they, they, we don't care about that. Because the glory belongs to Jesus. Hey! But our names will be written for the, for the next generation. Hey! To be inspired by what we did. Because of a night like tonight. Hey! That some people thought, why should I go to church? They saw value in staying home. Amen? So pray. What do you pray? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, huh, I offer myself to you tonight as a vessel. Can you do anything with this? Prayers, guys. That's how I prayed.
I don't have no pastoral connections. What can you do with this vessel? Make me. Change me. Show me. Don't look at yourself, the person that you saw in the mirror. No. Residing in you, hey, is a volcano. Huh, a volcano. The power of God. Hey, we have this. The Bible says, treasure. Hey, in earthen vessels. Hey, don't you reside on the earth? That the excellency of the power might be of God. Treasure in earthen vessels. Christ in all of us. This is the mixture that we need for revival. Any day, guys, that we have enough people here. Hey! That reach that level of maturity. Hey! That they're fully surrendered. I tell you something, guys. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesus Christ turned up in this church. Hey! Personally. And said, this here is my bride. Hey! This here is the vision. Hey! And this day. Hey! Is these scriptures about these miracles? Huh? You will see them on this day. Hey! And going forward. So come, guys. And when you pray, it's not a prayer meeting. Huh? Because we go to church on a prayer meeting. If I go in my prayer closet like that, I come back out. Something is off. I'm not staying in my place of business. Huh? And do business casually. So the Spirit of God has to trigger me huh? before I pray. Before I do, I'm not going to stay in there and empty issue, empty words over and over, phrases like the Pharisees. Ha! I make sure every time I go in there, hey, that the Spirit of God click me, hey, that it might be authentic and real. And I might shift from where I am to where God wants me to be.